Hi, I'm Holly, your host of the Crush the Rush podcast. I work full-time and run a full-time coaching business. I started my first coaching business when my twins were 18 months old, and I was excited to start something I was passionate about, but overwhelmed with how to make progress in such small pockets of time. The methods of working three to four hours a day in blocks of time didn't work, quite frankly, because I didn't have it. So my mission is to share how you can put together your own side hustle strategy and plan that works for you without giving up your goals and still focusing on your priorities. I can't wait to help you grow your business and more importantly, enjoy that well-deserved time off. Let's get to the show. Um, can you believe it's January 2021 already? Let's face it, 2020 wasn't what we all expected. So it's kind of exciting to think about what 2021 can bring, which is why I'm so excited to exclusively invite you to my brand new Crush the Rush Collective Mastermind. Listen, I know that going in alone as a business owner and entrepreneur is overwhelming, expensive, time-consuming, add in all the things. Plus, we all have busy schedules, perhaps a full-time job, and homeschooling, at least we still are, and all those goals that we set at the end of the year start to get a little fuzzy. The collective is your answer to hold yourself and your business growth accountable in 2021. What makes this mastermind different? Well, I have yet to find a mastermind that combines community, a business coach, me, business experts, which are my VIP friends that are life-changing, and here's the difference maker, accountability and productivity worked into the curriculum. As in, we set aside time for you not only to learn what we're teaching, but to actually do what you need to do. I know personally, accountability and productivity have been the difference maker in everything for me. And then I layered on a business coach and a community and it just took it next level, which is why I want to bring the same to all of you. I am talking about a real long-term community of humans where you can lean in for support and ask questions. Plus the collective is customized. So when you wanna learn something about what is going to grow your business, we are able to pivot and change the content to match what you need. You don't need to feel alone anymore because you are given instant access to a network of like-minded women who are on the same path. All the tools you could possibly imagine for creating a solid business strategy are at your fingertips. There is no more hunting for answers through Instagram, cheap courses, downloaded freebies, or let's be honest, low ticket offers that you never finish. The community and I are going to hold your hand and hold you accountable the entire time. And because you might be asking, I am being super selective about who is in this community. So it's by invite or application only. And then it's a mix of coaching, which is me, guest experts based on the needs of the group. And then the part that I'm most excited about is the accountability. So each week there is a focus and a time when I will be available to answer questions and we can work together and stay accountable. And it's over a six month time frame. So fingers crossed at the end, we can have an in-person retreat and take your business 
and who you were truly meant to be to the next level. I have tested this curriculum on over 40 plus women over the last year, plus the industry experts I'm bringing in are what I call life changers, as in you didn't know you needed them until now, and you will. I know you want to see exponential growth in 2021, and this is how you are going to do it. You want to grab a time with me ASAP to see if it's a good foot, because we start in February and are already half full. Plus, if you set up a call before the end of January, you get a bonus one-on-one strategy session with me, as in we will map out your roadmap together. You don't want to wait. Grab the link in the show notes and let's chat to make sure it's a good fit for you. This opportunity is going to disappear fast. You are listening to episode 82 of the Crush the Rush podcast, and today I wanted to chat about one of the questions I most often get asked, and that is all about my engagement and content, and if I'm being honest, just overall Instagram strategy. And in the last probably year and a half, I've really dialed in to going into any type of social media with a strategy and not just winging it. So the question that I most often see in my DMs is, how do you get more engagement? But I think what they really mean is, how do you get people to actually see and hear your content? How do you get people to respond to you? How do you get people to actually show up um, in your DMs? And I'm sure you've probably ask the same thing. So the first thing that I wanted to do was tell you what not to do. And this is from my own um, personal experience and something that, um, you know, I wish maybe that I hadn't have done, but I think I learned a lot from it. And I guess that's always sort of the, the lesson learned of life. But when I first started my business, it was sort of in the day when the only way that we were sort of taught to get new followers was to send out like, you know, the hey girl messages that everyone says not to do now. Um, And then it was sort of like the unfollow follow game. And so I thought it would be a great idea if I outsourced that. Um, Note to self, you can see where this is going. So I did. And I hired a... um, VA who specialized or said she specialized in Instagram and it was some sort of like people map that she was using and I was getting all kinds of followers and no one was engaging. So I was having followers and I was actually getting some decent amount of likes on my um, post, but no one was asking questions. I wasn't getting any new leads. I wasn't building any sort of community. And so long story short, about a year and a half ago, I was like, okay, this this is clearly not working. Um, And so I had to spend a decent amount of time cleaning up my social media accounts. And I actually probably still don't have it cleaned up 100%. Um, If I'm being really honest, I probably should have started a new account um, because I have a high amount of followers and my engagement has definitely increased. And I'm going to walk you through how I I got it to increase and how I share sort of my different um, content pieces, but it's definitely not where it should be based on the number of followers I have. So it's, and it's because that I built it the wrong way. Um, and it's, I think it's okay. I mean, clearly I didn't know any better and I thought that I was doing the right thing, but 
going forward, my focus has changed. So my focus has been, you know, go all in with serving and content, which I talk about a lot. And then once you master one platform, then move into multiple platforms. So now I'm going to just like take a step back and walk you through what I've done to sort of change my engagement to build the community that I have now and really clean up um, the mess that I made. Okay, so my first tip when you're looking at building any sort of social media presence is if you feel like you don't have a lot of time, which I'm guessing most of you don't have like oodles of free time just laying around, then don't focus on more than one platform until you've mastered one. And I know this is hard because there's like all kinds of new stuff coming out all the time. And I'll give you an example. So as I was writing this, Clubhouse came out. It's new. It's supposed to be amazing. It's supposed to be this like great new thing. I just joined. So I I wrote this podcast about a week and a half ago. I was not on Clubhouse at all when I wrote it. When I'm recording it, I have created an account, but I have not done anything. And the reason why is because I don't have time. Um, I'm not saying that I'm not going to, and I'm not saying that it's not important. But for me, my focus is sort of what I have and making sure that I'm doing that correctly. Um I don't have an Instagram guide. It's been on my list for a really long time, and I still have very few reels. I know that they are helpful. I I believe that getting sort of ahead of a new um, social media platform is, I'm sure, beneficial, but because I work full-time and because my schedule is already packed, I I honestly just can't take on um, sort of some of the extra things sometimes. And that's kind of goes back to a couple episodes ago. I was talking about like your story is probably different than others. And so when you see somebody talking about how they're going to be, you know, the new expert in Clubhouse or Reels or whatever that looks like, that's awesome. Um, But it might not be the best thing for you. Or maybe it's, you know, a time where you're like, okay, what is my focus? Like, maybe I should change my focus. Where are my people hanging out? Are they hanging out on Clubhouse? Are they hanging out on Instagram guides? Like, what should be my one thing? So my first tip is, Think about where your people are hanging out, and it can look different than what other, you know, social media gurus are doing, and then focus on that. So I currently am focusing on Instagram, Pinterest, and my Facebook community. Those are sort of my three platforms along with my podcast, and I'm going to share with you how I sort of integrate them all together. But I started out with Instagram. So figure out where to focus. Think about and ask, where do you get the most engagement? So is it in Facebook groups? Is it in um, a Pinterest, you know, pin? Is it in, is it through a podcast? Um, Is it just on Facebook in general? Maybe it is Clubhouse. So think about where you're getting the most feedback, what fits your brand, and then pick one. Um, Regardless of if you want to do multiple ones, it's much easier to pick one and then repurpose content on the other. So going back to picking one, I picked Instagram to start, which was a great place for me to start, especially after I cleaned up my account and I went all in 
on making it better. So it's very easy for me to create content consistently, to plan, and then my whole focus was forming a community. So, and I've done a few podcasts on this, and I actually have a whole mini course on it, which PS is less than like 25 bucks right now, which is on my website, that walks you through exactly how I cleaned up my Instagram, how I found my niche client, how I did all the things, but there are a few things that I did consistently over a year that have really helped my engagement. Number one, this is where you're going to want to take notes after you've picked your sort of one focus. Um, Connect 30 minutes Monday through Thursday. So I say Monday through Thursday because I use Friday as a catch-up day. Now, people might say, well, you know, I could do five days or I could do six days. And that's totally true. I could. um, But I found that I was pretty much getting the same results if I did four days versus if I did five or six. And mentally, I needed that catch-up day. So typically for me, Tuesdays at work, So at my nine to five are insane. I have like 12 Zoom meetings a day. And so a lot of times I will use Tuesday as my catch up day and not do much on Instagram because I know that I have Friday to make it up. So when I say connect, I mean, I go in and I ask questions. So I find people that I genuinely would like to connect from, to learn from, who may or may not be an ideal client, but somebody who is probably either... um, you know, creating content that might attract my ideal client or somebody that might actually be an ideal client. And I just pretend that I'm at a coffee shop and getting to know somebody. So I will ask questions in their comments. I'll watch their stories. Like I'm just being a legit, like real person. And so I do that for about 30 minutes um, a day. And my mini course has sort of all of this in of of how I do it. Um, The next thing that I do is I create content with meaning. And again, I think a lot of times you hear like, oh, I batch my content and I plan all my content in one month, uh, you know, in, in 30 minutes or something like that. Like I don't, I don't have four or five hours to plan content for a month. I, I don't want to work on the weekends and I don't definitely don't have four to five hours during the week to write content. So what I have done is broken it into sharing one to two posts a week plus one video or reel. So that's been sort of as of December, 2020, um, and going into January of 2021, that's sort of the formula that has worked for me. Um, I create my content on Sundays and a little bit on Monday morning, and then I go into the week with two posts and either a video or a reel. So I'm trying to use some of the new features, but I'm not like going crazy about it. And I try to circle between teaching posts. So, you know, sort of the the swipes of here's some things that might help you with your business, motivational posts, and transformation. So I did this. Has this happened to you? Can you relate to this? And I try to make them real. So there is a huge push right now to share real content. It doesn't have to be this like curated, like perfect feed. Now, yes, I have, you know, templates that I use in Canva that I've used to sort of clean up my feed, but I definitely throw in like family pictures and just sort of real life posts. Um, so connecting and content were are the first two things that I've done consistently now for about a year. And then number three is the 24-hour message rule. Now, this uh, is interesting because 
some people may or may not follow this, but it's really helped me. So unless I'm, you know, it's on the weekend or I'm doing like a social media detox, I respond to every single message I receive, including every single comment within 24 hours. So a couple of things. If you post something, stay on Instagram or wherever you're posting for a couple of minutes afterwards. So typically I have a post that I've scheduled. When I post it, I will stay on for about five to 10 minutes and engage, ask questions, connect, whatever that looks like. Then if I get comments in that first 10 minutes, I will go through and answer them right away. I also will go back later on in the day and make sure that I've answered all of my DMs and all of my comments, responded to all of my comments in 24 hours. So I actually do this for email too. And I always say like, you cannot out comment me. Um, But I want people to know that I am like a real person. I am here. I am here to help you. And I like I'm available. So my 24 hour message rule has definitely helped, um, with engagement. And then finally, number four is show up in stories consistently. So I create agendas for my stories each week, and this is in the planner that's in the mini course. Um, And I plan out what I am going to do uh, each week. So I know like Monday, I'm going to talk about this. Tuesday, I'm going to talk about this. Wednesday, I'm going to talk about this. My readers know that I'm organized and I think they probably expect that from me. I don't know. You Hopefully you expect that from me. I'm really not like a totally winging it kind of gal. If you are, that's okay. You don't have to have your stories planned out. For me personally, it just helps because if I'm in between meetings, um, because my day is packed with my nine to five, I know like, hey, I'm going to take, you know, five minutes here and talk about this on stories. And that way it's, I'm consistently showing up. So it kind of goes back to consistency. Consistency. So within my agenda that I share, I consistently share my podcasts, my blogs. I teach something at least once a week, usually on Wednesdays. Like I start to get into um, a schedule of where people sort of know what to expect. So what I just covered was all on, is all on Instagram. And when I started, that's all I started with. I just focused on Instagram period. I did not have a blog. I did not have a podcast. I just focus on being as consistent as possible with my content and my connection and my commenting and my messages and my stories consistently. And I created a schedule that allowed me to do that. So when I added in my podcast, I started reusing and repurposing content. So if you go back to what we talked about, the first step is picking one platform and then go all in. And I just gave you an example of how to go all in on Instagram. So then when I added in a podcast, I was like, okay, I'm going to reuse my content so that I can have it flowing on both platforms. So as an example, if I wrote an episode about a multi-platform strategy like this one, then I will take it and I'll make it into a blog post. So you would probably see it on my blog now, which is on my website. And then I will also take it and make it into a teaching post on Instagram. So it's like one of those posts that has like the different swipes. So 
I started with a really, really simple plan and then I got really consistent and then and only then is when I added in platform number two, which is the podcast and started repurposing. Okay, so now in the strategy, we've got the Instagram feed going and we've got the podcast going and we're starting to repurpose content between the podcast and Instagram and then a little bit on the blog. So once I had that down, and I will say a podcast is a lot. It is hands down my favorite way to share, but it takes time. So you've got to write the you know episodes and then you've got to record the episodes. And then obviously you have to think about how you're going to repurpose the episodes. So once I got that platform down and started resharing and seeing results, then and only then is when I added platform number three, which is Pinterest. And I will say this one um, was sort of surprising to me. I actually, in the mastermind that I'm in, listened to um, a guest speaker who uh, was talking about Pinterest and what she did. And I was like, well, this is genius. Why am I not on Pinterest. And so I sort of started digging around a little bit. And only after I had the first two down is when I decided that I was going to utilize the blog on my website and repurpose it on Pinterest. So if you think of a cycle, it might go something like this. So right now, what it looks like is I create a podcast and then I take the podcast episode and I turn it into a blog which you can find on my website, and a teaching Instagram post. So I share the teaching Instagram post on my feed, which is like the the swipe um, post. And then I share the blog summary on my Instagram story. So you can see it started with one podcast episode, and then it sort of like filtered out into different things. And then I share the blog post and the podcast graphics on Pinterest. So All of these came from one source, and I created a system within Trello to do this quickly each week. So now when I take a break from Instagram, I have a ton of content available and published. So I can take a break without my business stopping because somebody's going to find me on Pinterest or somebody's going to find me on the podcast. And it's not me having to show up in person all the time. Of course, being consistent is important when showing your face, but you kind of get what I'm saying. So I did all of this myself for a year until December of 2020. Um, And then I just recently hired a community manager that helps me um, with all of this. And if you listened to last week's episode, I chatted about sort of how I invested to grow. But my whole point of this is my content is the fuel of my brand. It is like the VIP income producing, whatever you want to call it. It is the most important activity. And that is what I niched down on to grow my engagement. And then I will say the final piece of my content strategy is my Facebook community, which I talked a little bit in the last episode of as well. And so everything gets shared back there. And then I take it to the next level. And then once a month, I teach a live workshop based on the feedback that I get on the engagements from the different platforms. So you can see that it makes this sort of like big circle of being consistent, posting content in multiple places, asking for feedback, taking that feedback and then teaching it. And honestly, eventually that teaching gets put back into my courses. Um, 
I mapped this all out in my Trello board and every day I have little teeny tiny steps that help me do this. So if you're like, oh my gosh, Holly, this is so much, go back to the beginning of this podcast and remember that to start, it's just the first step of picking one platform to go all in on. And then once you master that, you very slowly add in different steps. But repurposing content and showing up with consistent content has helped me so much. And trust me when I say it took a while to get to where I am now. I invested in content and showing up probably, I don't know, a year and a half of planning and learning and watching, and most importantly, figuring out where my ideal client hangs. And so once I knew that, then I knew that I could go all in on these different platforms because I had the right information to share. So I hope this was helpful. I get this question a lot. Um, I, I will just remind you that take the first step that makes the most sense for you, and it's okay if it looks different than what somebody else's is and focus on one thing at a time. And I will just remind you that the all of the teaching that I sort of went through that includes sort of how I plan my content, like how I create my content, how I found my niche is all in my um, mini content course, which is on the website. And I'll put the link um, below because a lot of you have recently dug into that and said the planner um, and the content planning system has been really helpful. So check that out. Re-listen to the beginning of this podcast if you need to, to take one step at a time. Uh, And if you have questions, jump into the Facebook community because I'm always talking about sort of my systems and processes, and I'm happy to answer your questions there. I will chat with you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Crush the Rush podcast. If this was helpful to you, I'd love it if you would please leave a review. It is truly what makes this show keep going and keeps the amazing guests possible. Even better, tag me on Instagram stories and let me know what you think. I cannot wait to hear from you.